Blog Talk Radio. I'm the I'm your MC for the afternoon. If indeed it is afternoon, wherever it is that you are. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. It's time for our monthly open reading, which happens every single month. Always, without exception, except for last month, when we had a conversation with our currently running contest judges, which was awesome and which you can check out in the Poetry Superhighway live archive at blogtalkradio.com slash slash PSH or on the Poetry Superhighway website at poetrysuperhighway.com, clicking on Poetry Superhighway Live. Our uh, 15th annual Summer Poetry Contest is currently running. We're about in the middle of it. There's about 175 entries in so far. And as you may know, uh, every single person who enters the contest receives a prize just for entering. It's a sure thing. That doesn't mean that you'll win the contest, but it does mean that uh, it will be uh, a worthwhile adventure for you to participate. It's a $1 per poem entry fee. Enter as many poems as you like. 100% of the entry fees are divided up amongst the top three scoring poets who are the winners of the contest and who are the folks who are invited to judge the contest in the uh, the subsequent year. Uh, but everyone who enters, as I mentioned, because of the generosity of the many people who, who choose to sponsor the contest, will receive a prize just for entering. It could be a poetry book, uh, a piece of art, um, a gift certificate to something, or other. You can see the full list of prizes on the contest page. Go to PoetrySuperHighway.com. Click on 2012 Poetry Contest. And it's all there, uh, not only the full list of prizes, but the complete details on how to enter. It's a pretty painless process. You go online, you fill out a form, you send in your poems, and then you make your payment. That's it, <clears throat> and you're in. Uh, the poems are sent off to the three judges. The judges, by the way, uh, are happen to be the winners of last year's contest. They're Amber Decker, who took first place last year. Uh, uh, Brenda Levy-Tate and Buxton Wells in second and third place and they're doing a great job I really appreciate their time reading all of the poem entries and they they read the poems uh, uh, blindly that is their eyes are open and they can see the words but uh, your name is removed if you're one of the contest entrants so they have no idea whose poetry they're reading and uh, they they score them from zero to five using quarter point intervals so the lowest possible score is a zero, highest possible score is a five, and it goes 0 0.25, 0 0.5, 0 0.75, etc. It goes on all the way up to five. And uh, the total of your scores uh, is your score for that poem. The highest scoring poems win. There's a tie at the upper levels. Then we uh, have a second round of scoring just for those few poems that tied and the winners win and it's awesome so you should really enter it's a cool thing it's a very cool thing head to our website and check it out uh so that's uh that's everything i have to tell you about what's going on with poetry superhighway right now i hope your summer is going 
Well, August is a is a hell of a month, isn't it? It's uh, it's the kind of month where uh, technically it's still summer, but it's really kind of all about preparation for the fall. It's all about the looming, omnipresent September and everything that that implies. So it's a tough month for me. Even July gets a little persnickety when you think about it. June is awesome. June has the potential of everything. I love June. July, you know, you can make it or break it in July. But August, my God. I don't even know what to do with August. Anyway, uh, the reason why we're having a show right now is so you can call in and read your poetry. It's an open reading. Uh, Anyone can call in and share a poem. Uh, No content or style restrictions. You're welcome to... uh, not only share your poem, but tell us about what's going on in your poetry world. I'd love to know uh, uh, what your poetry website is. I'd love to know uh, about a reading that you frequent in your part of the world, about your latest publication. Whatever is going on that you want to promote, it's a good chance to call in and share it in addition to a poem. We have a spoken word track we're going to play at the half-hour mark from Maggie Westland, so stay tuned for that. And uh, we're going to get to our first caller right now. Uh, who is Don. Hi, Don. Anybody can read? That's my, uh, that's my hope. Oh, Don, there's something awfully crazy going on with your connection. It sounds like you're, you're calling in from a whole other dimension, which is exciting, but it's making it hard for me to understand the actual words you're saying. I shall... All right, do that, and we'll get we'll get back with you. Uh, that whole experience was kind of like a poem, don't you think? Uh, the background echo, uh, uh, kind of like a, I don't know, a sci-fi movie from the early 70s or something, possibly late 60s. I don't know what the intention there was. Moving on to our next caller uh, from the 215 area code. Hello. Hello. Hi, who am I talking to? Hello, guy. How are you? Hi, Hanoch. I'm good. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, strange what you said about August. This influenced my decision what to read. A very cheerful poem. Well, let's hear it. Upgrade. This time I choose the grand version. My golden urn on a jewel-studded elephant. On both sides, peacock opened their rainbow wings. Above flying tortoises, a cheerful Scottish bagpipe band led by an old kilted chap, followed by a procession of porcupines, magic wind scatters my ashes among the orchards. Parakeets translate the Kaddish to the pines, which nod in empathy. Moons and suns hover in low orbits. So how does it fit August? It helps. <laughs> yeah? Uh, I, I'm feeling a little bit better about the day. Ah, you do? <laughs> I'm glad I was able to cheer you up. <laughs> Where are you from? Philadelphia. Um, well, I should mention, I, I, I think this is the first time I've heard your voice, but I, I'm, I'm awfully thrilled to, because I know you've participated in Poetry Superhighway stuff in the, I just posted the, uh, 
the chat room a link to your uh, recent uh, feature, which we, well, was actually in, in 2010, I think was the last time we, we had your poems up. Um, uh, you yeah. might have been so uh, with, with Robert Wynn, so I just posted the link to that in the chat room, and awfully happy to hear your voice. Uh, what's, what's going on with poetry? Well, I'm very excited because in two weeks my recent book is going to be published, and it is Poems of the Holocaust, which is called Terra Treblinka. And um, and this is the second book I've published uh, a few months ago, The Road to Timbuktu, uh, that you were very uh, gracious to have it featured. So exciting things are happening. That's great. Well, it's uh, it's uh, great to hear your voice, and uh, and congratulations on the success. And I really appreciate you calling in and sharing a poem. Thank you so much, Rick. Great. Cheerio. Bye bye. Anoch Guy, who who just made August a little bit easier for me. Thanks, Anoch, uh, from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a uh, uh, a city I visit every year over over uh, Thanksgiving to uh, to be with my wife's family. So a uh, special place in my heart, and and good to hear uh, Anoch's uh, poem. So all right, moving along. The number to call in, by the way, is six four six seven one six seven three six two. You can also Skype uh, in. And there's probably some other methods that I'm not aware of, secret, uh, maybe even dangerous methods. I'm not sure. But let's see if we can get Don back on the air and uh, and how the uh, the sound is. Is the sound all right? Oh, this is much better. I wonder why. This poem is entitled Smoke Lifts, and it is dedicated to Vladimir Putin. Tell us, Reaper, how to love your eternal, evil-sucking soul. I could sleep drowned by hashish for the length of the river of my life. Tell me, do you have a live baglama, or do you have a resting bazooki? Do they speak with each other when singing? Who sings the words? Who smokes the melody? Tell me, do you have the fine-fingered help to comb the curlicules out of the future, to make the good, the best hashish, so small, so pure, so ready to inhale? Put away your grimness, reaper. Sit and mix two drams for strength with five drams of the aromatic. Throw it to the outcasts already in hell. The outcasts who stabbed us with their tongue. The outcasts who cut us with their irony. The outcasts in Hades who have already melted into darkness. While those who went crazy sit in cells with their own self as friends, whispering the most serious of things for only their own ears to hear. Those with the sickness shall wait for their friends to pass to them a little scripted oxy-coned oxies, followed by some amphetamined beans. As I watch, 
I feel the reaper's teeth brush against the skin of my neck. But then he settles for another addict instead. This bitten one will spend his hell of time awake. Free pussy riot, Vladimir Putin. Well, you may have just launched a theme for the uh, the show, Don, uh, uh, because Maggie, I, I mentioned earlier, Maggie Westlin has a spoken word track that uh, I'll be playing later, which is also uh, called Pussy Riot and dedicated to that uh, situation. So uh, thank you very much. Great poem. Most appreciated. And uh, I cannot get anything on to the mm, chat room. I was attempting to get on the URL for locate your local Russian embassy with the plea to call or write the embassy in order to free Pushy Pushy Riot. Yes? Well, that is, yes. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what the question is there. Uh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I don't, I don't know why you can't get into the chat room, uh, uh, but uh, it certainly is there, and it's a good. Um, I, I'm, I'm solidarity with the with the cause for sure. Спасибо. Well, uh, anything else going on in uh, Sonoma that you want to tell us about Tavarish? Tavarish, no, no, yet, yet. Uh, I will say this though that uh, those of you who have. Um, come up into the area, uh, come on up um, for the next uh, open mic for the Redwood Writers. They will be meeting at the Soko Coffee House on 4th in Santa Rosa on Saturday Mm. between 3 and 5. That's uh, that's the, this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. Great. Well, it sounds like a lot of good things are going on up there. I I should get up to Sonoma sometime and uh, and check out uh, the poetry scene there. Um, Don, I really appreciate you calling in and and thanks for sharing that poem. Dasvidanya. <laughs> Take it easy, Glasnost, brother. All right, that was uh, Don calling from uh, Sonoma, California, um, a repeat offender here on Poetry Superhighway, live with his poem uh, uh, dedicated to the the girls of Pussy Riot. Well, dedicated to Putin, I guess, uh, uh, to see if we can uh, get them out, uh, making more noise as as they should be. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Would love to hear your poem and more about what's going on in your part of the world Moving now to a caller from the 804 area code. Hello. Hi, good afternoon, Rick. My name is uh, Hugh. I'm calling from Virginia, and related to the uh, chat room I've heard on other blog talk shows, is evidently a, it's a blog talk problem, so you might want to check with them, see when it can be cleared up. 
Uh, yes, so I'm I'm actually in the chat room right now, and I have successfully and there's other people there, and I I successfully. I, I've just heard it on other shows. So I don't know, maybe it's a on and off thing, but uh, I have a, a today. I don't know if anybody's told you. I wasn't aware until I saw an announcement on television, but today is actually proclaimed uh, uh, World Humanitarian Day, August nineteenth. You can Google that, and then I have a poem that I feel is appropriate for the day, and this poem can be viewed on a blog, creativity777.com. It's also in the President Ronald Reagan Library. Uh, It's titled Caring, Sharing, and it reads, If you dare to care, then share. If you share, pay heed. God will reward every good deed. A short poem for today to sum up what life should be all about. Let's hear it. Yes. Were you able to hear it? Uh, I, I heard you introducing the poem. Did you actually? Yes. The poem is titled Caring, Sharing, and it reads, If you dare to care, then share. If you share, pay heed. God will reward every good deed. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Hugh, thanks a lot for sharing that and for alerting us to the fact that it's World Humanitarian Day as well. I just posted a link to creativity77.com in the chat room. Uh, Three three sevens, creativity777.com. Yeah, that's that's what I posted. So uh, anyone can just click in there if if you're in there and want to check out more about that. Where do you live in Virginia? Well, that's funny you should ask. It's... uh, Ashland, Virginia, the center of the universe, where they had uh, Romney the other last week. Well, uh, I uh, uh, that's a great place to be then, uh, the center of the universe. Um, uh, anything going on in poetry in in Ashland? Are there any readings there? Or anything that you participate in? I don't. I'm a more or less a disabled senior citizen in the veterans health care system, so I'm pretty much homebound. I can get out from time to time, but I. I don't really interact, and uh, I just am changing the world from my dining room table and creating a whole new paradigm for mankind, bringing spirituality into global economics and combining it with unconditional love, making everything transparent, ethical, legal, and moral, and forcing companies to be more responsible for their employees, their customers, the environment, and the community. Just a little project I'm working on. (laughs) From the center of the universe, uh, ma- make sure uh, that uh, you, uh, Hugh, occasionally leave space on the dining room table for dinner. Yes, I do. I don't miss that. I'm never. <laughs> you can call me late, but don't call me late for dinner. Great. Well, thanks. Uh, I appreciate you calling in, and uh, hope to hear from you again. Thank you. Take care. That was uh, Hugh calling from. Uh, Ashland, Virginia, the the uh, the I don't know if it's the self-proclaimed center of the universe, but uh, uh, gosh, it's it sounds like it's worth a visit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so thanks for calling in, Hugh. The number to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Would love to hear from you uh, today, August nineteenth, World Humanitarian Day. You could read a poem in that vein if you'd like, or something completely different. Again, no no content or style restrictions here. We're moving along to the the infamous nine four nine area code. Hello. Hello. Hi, my name's Ryan. 
Hi, Ryan. Where, where are you calling uh, from? I'm calling from Southern California. I've heard of it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure most people have. <laughs> um, what may I ask? What part, or am I? Would that be too prying of a question? Um, no, it's in uh, Orange County, a great suburb of this state. <laughs> Another area I've I've heard of. Cool. Well, Ryan. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, no, no, I've had some good experiences in Orange County. A lot of them is. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the weather is so nice over here. And there's a lot of great poetry in in uh, Orange County. Um, I uh, there is the Ugly Mug reading, for example, in the in the city of Orange is one that I've 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 gone to from time to time for for many years, and they just celebrated their 12 year anniversary of running that that show every week. Uh, I didn't know that. I um, I've been up to Santa Ana a few times and have heard some pretty good readings up there. Cool. Well, yeah, check out the mug if you're looking for for a spot. It's um, every Wednesday night, I th- I think at eight o'clock, and it's run by a couple of guys named uh, uh, Ben Ramirez and I'm sorry, I was confused. Their last names Ben Trigg and Steve Ramirez, um, and they they refer to themselves as the Poetry Idiots, and uh, they they've been hosting this reading for twelve years. You can go to poetryidiots.com and check it out. City of Orange. Um, there's an open reading and a featured featured reader or readers every week. I think this Wednesday, um, it's Brendan Constantine, uh, who is an amazing Southern California poet, and Rachel McGibbons, who's a, a touring uh, poet, and both of them are really phenomenal. So uh, uh, if you have the time, it's well, and you're already in Orange County, it's well worth checking out. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. It's called the Mug, you said. Mug, as in like a coffee mug. mug? The ugly oh. mug. Yeah, oh, okay, right. Orange, Orange County, City of Orange. Uh, uh, go to poetryidiots.com and all the infos there. Awesome. I'm gonna check that out. So, Ryan, what uh, do you have a poem for us yourself? Uh, yes, I do. It is called Self-Immolation. <clears throat> when no one listens, when gas goes up, when the cost of living goes up, when taxes go up, when the cops come around. When business drives wars, when you're hungover, when your bank account is negative, when you need a drink, a friend, a lover, when hell is other people, when we waltz down memory lane, when you read from Chomsky, when you're pissed off and you don't know why, when you're denied or convicted, when lawnmowers are there at 7 in the morning, when she's gone, when she's gone with another man or another woman or even the world, when you're in court, cuffs, or squad cars, when you finally lost it, when sacrifice is the end-all, be-all, when futures spawn from here and now, there are better worlds out there. There's a better world right here, right now, inches away. And that's it. Very cool, Ryan. That was that was great. Thank you. Did you say that you you've you've gone up to readings in Santa Ana? Yeah. Is there a, like a particular spot or reading that you can you can tell us about? Um, I forget the name of the place. I, I haven't gone out too much to uh, go check out readings. I mostly just read the books. Um, but the place is in off of Broadway, I think, in downtown Santa Ana. And it's uh, a coffee place. And it's just an open mic place. A lot of people come up and play music there. But that's where I've seen some poetry reading. Where I'm from, it's a little... A little too urbanized. There's not too much going on right, right here with the the youth, I suppose, with poetry. 
What 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 city do you live in? It's in uh, Laguna Niguel. Okay. Yeah, you know, there used to be, I don't know if it still exists, but in Laguna Beach, uh there was a weekly series at a at a at a bookstore there that went on for many years and 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 there were there was another group called well, gosh, I forget, but I, I recall driving to Laguna Beach to go to a poetry reading from the San Fernando Valley, which is, you know, like uh, an hour and 20 minutes under your best circumstances, uh, right. which never exist in L.A. But, like, there was a great reading series in, in Laguna Beach, which is very Yeah, cool. there's a – Laguna Beach has a pretty good history from what I can understand. I haven't really checked out too much over there recently, but I know, like, the beats and everything was kind of – or a few people out there. Cool. Well, Ryan, do you uh, do you do you have a website or if when people hear more of your people want to hear more of your poetry, what can they do? Um, no, fortunately, this is, uh, this is it. Well, good. You're doing the right thing by calling in, and I hope you get out to some readings. And uh, good, good to talk with you about Orange County and hear your poem. All right, thank you. All right, take it easy. That was uh, Ryan calling from here in Southern California. Uh, Laguna Niguel had to really narrow it down with with Ryan where he lived. He said Southern California at first, which you know is a pretty big area, which which could theoretically be Santa Barbara down to San Diego. Uh, some of some people have even adopted Tijuana, which is a whole different country, to Orange County, which um, again encompasses many cities. So we finally got got him got him in Laguna Niguel. Uh, so I feel like he really opened up and, and warmed up to us. Uh, there um, cool alright ladies and gentlemen uh, the number to call in is 646-716-7362 but you know what if you're listening you probably can see that on your screen I don't know why I have to say that every three minutes uh, it makes me feel good though that's what they do on the real radio moving along uh, our next poet is Road Poet hello Road Poet hey there how are you Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear okay. you. Where are you. Where are you calling from? I am calling from upstate New York. Yes, I know that's another sort of generalization. I'm actually near Binghamton, New York, which is in the southern tier of upstate New York. So upper upstate New York or something like that. Yeah. I used to live in Syracuse, so that was, you know, I guess we referred to that New York. Yeah, upstate New York encompasses a fair bit of territory. Well, I appreciate your openness in, in telling us the exact state. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm actually, I'm pretty public. <laughs> um, I run an, an open mic monthly at the local independent bookstore, River Reed. I don't know if we're allowed to say things like the names so, of stores. Please, please. River <laughs> River Reed, River Reed Books in downtown Binghamton. Uh, every month, we just actually had one on Friday night. We had ten people show up and read. Is that is that pretty good for Binghamton? Yeah, I mean it's hard to get people out. You know, it, I mean this is rural. This is is um, a country area, so you have less of a target audience, shall we say? You know, not that many writers and not that many listeners. But we managed to keep it going. We're in in our third year now. That's very cool. Um I you know, I, I think um I think that's a good number of people for, for you know, any 
for, for there and, and possibly anywhere. I, I run a reading every week here in Southern California, uh, specifically, and sometimes there's 10 people, sometimes there's a bunch more. Um, uh, you know, on rare occasions, there's there's a lot less. Uh, but you know, if you can you can keep it going consistently like you've done three years, that's that's great. Well done. Yeah. Well, I've I am also running a series of readings um, called Here and There. Um, readings with which bring together local poets with poets imported from areas farther away. We pair them up and have shows. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we got a grant for that. I actually got a grant from the Broome County Arts Council. There are only about, I think I was told there are less than 10 counties in the United States that are left that still give arts grants at a county level, and luckily our county is one of them. That's incredible. I, you know, and and that's kind of key to the success of reading in particular for the visiting poet. I, you know, to you build investment with the local community by presenting a local person as well, um, you know, who might have already have a following because, you know, you might have a a really skilled excellent poet and and wonderful reader coming to town who no one's heard of and so they might not show up, but uh, but the format that you've established is can help that poet, you know, have a built-in audience by pairing them with with the local poet as well. Well done. Yeah, that was exactly the intention, uh, and they were thrilled to death with the idea because it does it brings people together. It's it's a cultural, you know, win-win for everyone. They get to hear new voices, they get to see familiar faces, and they get to see them together in an interactive sort of situation. Cool. Yeah. Whenever I do a reading outside of Southern California, I kind of always insist uh, that they uh, – well, I don't insist. I, I suggest that they also do an open reading, you know, to just to get people invested in, in being there. And because it's, you know, uh, I, I think all poetry is kind of a, a, at least a, an important component to me and really the mission of the Poetry Superhighway is exposing as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. And so if I'm reading in another town, I, I love, you know, seeing what the local open reading is about and just meeting new poets. It's such an awesome thing. Yeah, that's well, of course. I absolutely agree with you. Um that's the reason for the open mic. We don't do a feature at our open mic. We do our open solely to bring people in and not and one of the things about not having a feature is it's less intimidating for the newbies, for the people who haven't read out much. Hmm. Um, so we try and, you know, so I, I, I sort of try and separate the, the shows from the open, at least here, where we have sort of an audience for both. Um, That's interesting. I've seen both sides of that. You know, the reading I run, I used to not, uh, you know, I ran it for years without having a featured reader. And um, when I first introduced the idea of having featured readers, there was some resistance to it. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's become you know uh, it, it, the community which has developed around it, um, newbies etc have felt comfortable reading and and it's gotten to the point where people are really kind of excited about seeing who who the person is because you know you you end up seeing someone who you've never heard of who has has developed a body of work and a performance style that's worthy of a feature reading and it's it's a it's kind of a win win for everybody. Yeah, I'm actually looking at doing that. Um, part, of, part of the limitation is that the bookstore, if you put more than about 25 people in the bookstore, the bookstore is full. It's mm. a little, you know, it's a little store. So what we have though is a wonderful restaurant that has performance spaces 
built-in bar, restaurant, and performance space. And I'm from the old school of I really prefer my poetry to be to be in the same vicinity as liquor. Um, and I'm thinking about working with them to try and get a series going where we would have features down there, and then we could also have opens tied to some of those events. Creates a whole different atmosphere when liquor gets involved. Yes. <laughs> and not bad. Um, uh, road. Not your God-given name. Oh, my name is Jay Barrett Wolf. You can okay. find me. Yes, you know me. I was uh, actually in one of your Holocaust Remembrance um, annuals. Right. Some time back. Um, I don't get on very much to Skype and, and to doing this just because I've been more tied up with other things, but I'm shifting into a much more intense level of, of pursuing the writing and the performing at this point. Your name on and off uh, for, for a while on Poetry Superpower, and as, you know, whenever this it's uh, a voice and it, it makes it all uh, Jay Barrett Wolf, great to have you on. Have a poem. Yes, I would like to do a piece um, called Ourselves and Others. Are we ready? I'm ready. Okay, then. You are speaking a poem. Your corseted chest rises, falls, wrought and overwrought, disconsolate with love and spears of words that leave cuts on your audience. There is a scraping pain in the story of heartless eyes and skeletal hands dragging you toward violation of a once holy life. You retreated to the island of reproach, the place of penance for the sins of others, where gentle river pools reflect debasement just as Narcissus once saw his own face, though no one least of all you, falls in love here. One day we were driving toward the shore. You explained some sensuous horizons, how a landscape of stone and moon behind your eyes and in your fingertips could stir your body to homecoming. Then we walked the jetty. You showed me your lighthouse, your beaches, your water, your wind, your world. Words drew us closer, but you blanched at the very threat of touch. All your trespasses, sins both real and imagined, are a million bad horror films playing in the theater you carry around in your head. And the men you meet, the ones looking to rescue the damsel, walk like idiots into the dark toward the suspicious noise. Funny how it never seems to end well. I was no threat. I bear no guilt for the wickedness of others. One day, you will stop being a reflection. You will grant yourself a pardon, expunge the record of your felonious self-doubt. Place the evil on the shelf of memory among the gross misjudgments and the lesser mistakes. Then you will sail back into the world, leaving this most distant island. When you get home, please send me a postcard 
it will be so much lonelier here without you. Binghamton clearly has some great poetry going on. <laughs> Thanks. Very, very cool, um, Jay. Thanks so much for calling in and reading uh, that that uh, poem. Now I feel like I, I need to like Binghamton is a, Binghamton is a mecca that I need to get to. I am actually in the process. My job in my universe here is to make it a poetic mecca here. That's what I'm working on. You know, That's I got great. I got this grant from the council, and so now I'm, I get. Yes, there's no other way to say this. I'm a player in the poetry community here now. You know, I am a reader. I have published. I have my book out, um, and I'm working exactly to that end. I think this is a really good place to create another kind of, you know, a mecca of poetry. You know, there you, outside of New York City, you don't find it that much. You, you know, you have to go to the, you know your coast where you are. There's a lot going on, but in this in the medium-sized cities, we really have to work at it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but uh, but you you probably have a you know a, I don't know if it would be an easier time, but you know it it just seems like places like that are are ripe for that kind of activity. Well, we, you know, I I, I occasionally get to right. Syracuse. I was going to say, and I uh, which which is sort of nearby there. <laughs> yeah. So so maybe forward. maybe uh, maybe maybe someday there'll be an intersection. Uh, but. Um, um, I want to move on to our next callers. It was great talking with you, great hearing about what's going on in Binghamton. I did post a, a, a link to a, a River Reed Books in the chat room so people can check it out. Or if you're just listening, it's riverreadbooks.com. And uh, thanks so much. Yes, and they can, of course, jbarrettwolf.com also. Oh, okay, cool. Um, great. So they want to hear uh, – uh, get more from you. and Some video, she- by the way, yes. Cool. Thanks. I just put that in the chat room as well. So cool. Thanks for calling in. You are welcome. Good to talk to you. Likewise. Catch you later. All right. That was Jay Barrett Wolf calling from uh, uh, the wilds of Binghamton, New York, uh, upper, lower upstate New York. I guess uh, we decided that's uh, what that was. Um, so call in, ladies and gentlemen. The number is uh, 646-716-7362. I see in the chat room uh, uh, it seems like there's there's some on and off uh, cutting in and out of the show for some some people. Uh, uh, I'm sorry about that. Maybe Blog Talk Radio is having an issue. I hope that if you're I hope you're able to listen right now, and I hope if you are, you're you're enjoying uh, the parts that aren't being cut out. Maybe it's censorship. I don't know. But um, all right, before we get to our next uh, caller, I promised you a spoken word track. This was submitted to me by uh, Maggie Westland, um, and this is her track. Pussy Riot. You're wrong if you think sending pistol-whipping bullies packing heat is right. It's not. We're hot. Our pussy whips can slip past jailbird bars. You think your bully pulpits can put down bird songs? You're wrong. Our hymns resound reverberate from chapel walls, redress what's wrong. You want to riot for real heads to roll, real red in squares? We didn't chop yours. All we did was sing out what we thought. Peel back your masks. You thought cops are the ones that should be in a jail. Stop all this 
childish rant and rail against such frail girl power. You ought to riot, you'll get one for sure. On larger stage, the world already stands outraged at petty politics, corruption, and the stink of war. Put Putin in the stocks to mock. Or would you rather have gulags to freeze out art and beauty in pretense of safe? Come on, come out, come sing aloud. Keep counsel and the flag of free speech flying in the face of outlandish other worlds of shame, dishonesty, and hate. All right, that was uh, Pussy Riot from Maggie Westland. You can check out more from her at maggiewestland.com. That's M-A-G-G-I-E, westland.com. I just went to the site myself. Uh, it's called Conscious Ooze Poetry. That's got to be uh, something worthwhile to check out, don't you think? Anything with ooze in it is, is worth investigating. It seems like the the website... Conscious Ooze Poetry might be a collective of poets because when you get to the homepage, it, it lists a number of people, uh, but it's located at MaggieWestland.com. So uh, uh, I'm uh, guessing that that uh, this is something that she's put together. Her bio says she was born in Louisville, Kentucky, and she's been navigating linearly ever since, which I guess is all you need to know about Maggie Westland. So cool. Thanks for sending that in. We try to play a spoken word track uh, at roughly the half hour mark of our show every month. So if you've got something uh, that you want to send in, something a little different than you just doing a straight reading of the poem, maybe something mixed with music, something uh, that was recorded live, uh, or something that has just a little bit of a performance edge to it, um, create an MP3 and uh, email it to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com and say this is your submission for our uh, spoken word track segment of the show, and I'll consider it for playing on future episodes of this show. We've had a lot of great ones from the past, and I uh, would love to hear yours as well. All right, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller, it's a, it's a block number, series of ones, so who am I talking to? Hello? Oh, Blog Talk Radio, you are forsaking us today. All right, moving moving on. Uh, moving to another caller from the 949 area code. Hello, 949. 949, you there? All right. This is the best show ever, don't you think, ladies and gentlemen? We've got another caller from the 503 area code. Hi, 503. Hello, how are you doing? Good. Who am I talking to? My name is Nyla. Oh, hi, Nyla. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. It's my first time listening in. Very cool so far. Glad to uh, hear you. You're the Nyla who runs uh, a couple of other shows, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Cautious. Yeah. I was a. I, I don't get to read very often or check out other shows, and I had time today, so I thought I'd poke around and play. I thought I was doing it incognito, but I guess not. <laughs> well, I, you know, 
I sorry for blowing your cover there. It's uh, it's it's cool for people to know though because I you know I think that uh, again as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, to me the mission of Poetry Superhighway is all about exposing as many people as possible to as many other people's poetry as possible. And so if people know who you are and what you do, then they can go check out your shows, and it just makes the tent bigger, you know. Mm-hmm. So well, hey, uh, why don't we start with your poem, and then maybe you can tell us about if, if you're if you'd like a little bit about your your other shows. Okay, um, the one that I picked out to do today, uh, I picked out it's it's one of my uh, it's one of my favorite pieces, um, but it was really cool because I recently had an artist, um, a, a friend of mine who does music. Um, asked me if he could take the spoken word part of it apart and kind of you know just rip the poem apart and use pieces of it in a, a piece of music uh, that he was creating and he did that and it was really cool and um, so it, it's kind of weird to be able to hear you know to, for me to be able to know what the original poem was like and then to see what he did with it and what he created out of it and stuff like that so it was really neat so this is one I had pulled up because I was working on it so I'll read it if it's okay sure. It's called um, Walls Are Never si- or Walls Never Silent. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Walls Never Silent. It's the mornings that are the hardest. Walking by the closed door. The room empty now of the bed where you used to dream. I try not to go in there. You are still too thick in the air. On walls never silent. Every kiss has become a shadow, lip prints still warm, all whispering reminders. Echoes of poetry float aimlessly searching, painfully unfinished. Stars I used to cling to have turned to cheap plastic on the ceiling, crowded by fingerprints of fingertips that used to be my universe. Your mark left behind from where you had to retrieve me. I still smell your skin. The inhale of it lies too light on my tongue, too heavy on my heart. And everything, everything is stained with this. I want to open the door and see you there. I want to make love to the sound of your breathing again. You never knew I used to watch you sleeping. The mornings were mine and I was free to paint on your eyelids, your still lips, on warm skin and open palms, all the secrets I never told you. I never hid my love from you then. They were mine, sweet, endless moments. And in those moments, I was a stranger to you. End poem. Very nice, Nyla. That was so intoxicatingly read. Uh, uh, hard not to be uh, really brought in to that piece. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to um, I'm going to jump off here and listen to some other poets, if that's okay. I appreciate you giving me the chance to read. It was very can I can I ask where you're you're calling from? Uh, I love to get a sense of the the, the geographical breadth of the uh, show. I'm on the Pacific West. Uh, Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. Do you do you want to uh, mention your 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 shows or? I, I'd love for you to give a quick plug for them. <laughs> Speakeasies on Thursdays. 
um, we do the Inkwell, which is a show that uh, helps writers once they've written. Once you've written something, now what? We help teach people how to submit their work, how to get it published, whether self-publishing is right for them or not, all kinds of fun stuff. But um, right now I just want to be a listener, if that's okay, and just chill out and hang with you guys. Not a problem at all, Nyla. I really appreciate you calling in. Oh, no problem, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Likewise. I mean, my pleasure to have you here, I should say. (laughs) I am enjoying myself, I I should say. I'm not going to go into too much detail on that. Um, All right. Nyla calling Pacific uh, Northwest. Uh, she does a couple of shows here on Blog Talk Radio. I, I'm going to go ahead and mention uh, the one that I participated in uh, uh, a while back, which is uh, the one that happens on Sunday nights, I think it is, uh, which is the, the classic open reading where your um, the idea is that you call in and read um, what you consider to be a, a classic poem by another poet. And, it's, and, and the really cool thing about it, I thought, was that it's uh, open – uh, to any kind of interpretation of what that might mean, um, whether uh, it's a modern poet who uh, you know you just heard of yesterday uh, from their latest book, or or one of the classics from 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 a heck of a long time ago. Um, and I, I always say at my open reading, uh, the one that I uh, MC here in Southern California, uh, this is an open reading. I mean the in-person one where people are in the same room with each other, physical bodies co-mingling, that kind of thing. Uh, when people use their time at the mic to read a poem by another poet, um, it's such a cool thing. Um, um, and it demonstrates uh, from... Uh, that th- that particular person is truly interested in poetry, you know, not not per se. Um, I guess we've all been in open mics where someone's gotten up and it, and and they clearly are. It's kind of all about them, you know. Uh, and um, I guess that sounds kind of kind of cynical to 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 say that that way. So uh, for, forgive me on that. But uh, 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 but you know, when someone gets up and and kind of essentially gives away some of their own time to another poet by by sharing a piece by someone else. It just gives great insight to that poet um, in terms of who their influences are, um, how they came to be uh, a poet, um, as well as exposing us, the listener, the the the, re- the other readers, to, to other poets. It's such a cool thing. So a great show that you should definitely um, check out. Uh, I did post the link in the chat room, but you can go to uh, blogtalkradio.com. Uh, 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 Ooh, I guess I posted the Twitter link, twitter.com slash speakeasycafe. But if you go there, I'm sure you can get all of the uh, info on uh, on that stuff. All right, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. You should definitely call in. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left in the show, and uh, we've got time to get a couple of more poets in. I'd love to hear, uh, I'd love to hear a poem from you. I would love to uh, learn more about what's going on in your part of the world, what is... Um, uh, what are the readings that you attend in your part of the the country in your city? Um, what are the websites that you visit? What's what's your website? This is a great chance to really expose you and and your work and your poetry world to uh, a worldwide audience. Uh, 
uh, uh, who knows how far Blog Talk Radio reaches? It, it could extend to uh, universes beyond. I bet other other uh, alien civilizations have have already been been uh, eavesdropping on Blog Talk Radio shows and and examining and assessing our culture based on the poems that you're reading here today. So uh, get the good word out for humanity, people, and call in six four six seven one six seven three six. Two. I want to quickly mention uh, for people who weren't uh, tuned in to the uh, earlier part of the show some information about our poetry contest, which is currently running. Um, this is our 15th year of the contest. It's the only contest I know that uh, that you can enter and you're guaranteed to get something just for entering. We have uh, 30 uh, sponsors uh, who have donated um, uh, 150 prizes or so. Um, and just looking at the uh, list of prizes right now online, uh, uh, there, there are poetry books from individual poets who are sponsoring the contest. There are uh, individual subscriptions to poetry magazines. There are, um, uh, there are signed books. There, uh, one person, Beth Amato, is uh, uh, offering an hour of coaching or editorial services. Um, there's just so many different prizes uh, that, that you could you could win, and you don't even have to win the contest to get one of these things. You just have to enter the contest. Um, that's the cool thing about having so many people sponsoring the contest. You just simply enter, and you're guaranteed to get sent a prize. For entering now, here's the other cool thing: you could possibly win the contest, and um, yeah, we typically get about 500 or so entries, which means that that's about $500 worth of entry fees, and all of that money, 100% of that money, is divided between the top three scoring poets. All of it, right? So uh, 50% of it goes to the person who wins the contest. That's $250, and by the way, it's only a dollar per poem to enter. So uh, let's say you enter a poem. You could win $250 if you win the contest, plus one of these other cool books, etc. So 50% of the uh, prize money goes to the winner of the contest, uh, 30% to the second place contest uh, winner or highest scoring poet, and then 20% to the uh, third place winner. Um, those three poets also will be uh, given a featured Poet of the Week spot on Poetry Superhighway, and they'll be invited uh, as well to be the judges of the following contest as well. Um, this year's contest judges are Amber Decker, Buxton Wells, and Brenda Levy-Tate. Brenda Levy-Tate is an interesting case here. You know, Because of the nature of this contest, we have different judges from different parts of the world every single year. And uh, she has uh, placed in this contest three different times, three times from three completely different sets of judges. So this is actually her third uh, third time around uh, judging the contest. So uh, kudos to her. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, again, the number is 646-716-7362. Please do call in. We've got a couple minutes left. I'm sure we can get you on the air to share your poem. Um, I have the full schedule of upcoming uh, readings uh, on the Poetry Superhighway website. Go to poetrysuperhighway.com, click on PSH Live, and you can see what's coming up. Our next 
open reading will be in September. It'll be uh, Sunday, September 9th, so we're going a little bit less than a month. Uh, uh, I just don't have the stamina to do this every month, or uh, mainly my wife won't allow it. There's too much else is going on in uh, poetry for me to take on such a thing, so kudos to you people out there who do this every single week. Uh, uh, especially doing one or more shows every single week. That's um, that's a heck of a commitment to have. So then in October, instead of our open reading, we will be having our uh, contest winners announcement. The, the contest ends, uh, I think the deadline is September 30th to enter the contest, and that gives us a couple of weeks to get all the uh, poems scored uh, uh, you know, to and from the judges, and etc. Then we have a, an hour-long conversation with the judges, so they get to talk about their experience reading all your poems. And uh, and uh, I announce the top ten scoring positions. So uh, you'll hear uh, your name if you scored in the top, you know, ten highest uh, 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 scoring position. And if you happen to be listening, you'll be invited to call in and read your poem. As well, uh, last year, uh, this is the first time this ever happened. You never know who's actually going to be listening to the show. Uh, but um, Amber Decker, who won the contest, was actually listening and, and called in and read her poem. So that was such a such a cool thing, as well. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're just uh, we're just about out of time here. Uh, sorry, I couldn't get to uh, any other uh, poets at this point. But I want to thank everyone t- for calling in. I want to thank Hanukh Guy from opening uh, for opening up the show from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, first time I got to talk with Hanukh, but he uh, has been a participant in Poetry Superhighway stuff for for many years. So good to hear his his voice. Um, Don from Sonoma, California, who's called in. Uh, many times with his uh, free pussy riot poem, which was which was stellar. Hugh from Ashland, Virginia, the center of the universe, um, as Hugh tells it. Uh, so uh, uh, they should put that on there. That should be the state motto of Virginia, I think, or, or I guess of the city, or, or I guess Virginia could say home of Ashland, the center of the universe, if they want to ride on the, the coattails of their own city. Ryan, who called from Laguna Niguel. Uh, here in Southern California, uh, Jay Barrett Wolf called from Binghamton. Uh, thanks so much, and Nyla Alicia from the uh, Great Pacific Northwest. Thanks everyone for calling in. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next month, uh, September 9th, with our next open reading. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>